All right, hello everybody. Welcome to another episode of Cody, Dad, and Uncle Shane's XFL. As we have a special guest with us today, but I figured it might be best if my dad actually introduced him. Oh, well, thank you, Cody. Yes, we do have a very special guest, uh, a longtime listener, uh, a first time uh, uh, contributor. <laughs> So uh, we have uh, the one and only uh, Kurt Cushman. You might recognize his face from the uh, that selfie uh, studio at Amber's wedding. He was the one holding the sign saying, Seeking Brother Husband. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, Kurt. <laughs> Listen, I'm happy to be here. I'm a little, uh, little intimidated to be in this pantheon of... Uh, broadcasting excellence, but uh, I'm going to do my best to keep up, not drag the show down. <laughs> yeah, keep, try and keep up, will you? Yeah. Well, uh, we did uh, We did have some news here. Um, well, uh, I don't know if you guys seen uh, today, actually, I just saw it, that uh, Chris Smith, uh, the, he passed away. Um, they haven't released uh, what the cause of death is, but uh, he played uh, a few games here with the Sea Dragons mm -hmm. and uh, had a short, uh, he got bounced around in the NFL a little bit, um, but uh, not sure what uh, happened there. The dude was only 31, so uh, he played just a week ago. Yeah. So uh, it, wasn't, uh, it wasn't a DeMar Hamlin situation, was it? No, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I Too don't soon? know. Yeah. I don't, DeMar just got cleared for uh, return to NFL today. Yeah. Really? Play next year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I didn't hear any cause of uh, cause of death with Chris Smith. Um, it'll be interesting to see if it was that. Uh, anytime a young guy like that, you got to think it was something with the heart or something. I mean, guys in better shape than I'll ever could even conceive of being. And, you know, you got to take that kind of a that kind of workout regimen takes a toll on though. Yeah. You sure hope it's, you know, nothing, you know, outside, well, drugs or anything like that, but sure. Um, good grief. Yeah. Not good. Um, the, 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 the DeMar Hamlin thing, it's funny. I, every time I see a status update for him, I think it's one of those clickbait deals, you know, where you get in there and then they're next thing you know, they're trying to get you into a new Mazda or some other crap. It's, you, you never get to the bottom of the story. Um, but, uh, oh, viewership. So we talked a little bit uh, a few weeks ago about the USFL and they made their week one debut uh, here last week uh, during week nine. And uh, so... The USFL averaged about 790,000 viewers across four games, and the XFL averaged about 600,000 across four games. So I don't know what that really says um, about the whole situation. I mean, we've, uh, we've, we've kind of poked and jabbed at the viewer ratings anyway. It's kind of a weird season to be watching football, but – um, I think we've all can agree if, uh, if there's an XFL game on and uh, there's no uh, horse trailer to be worked on, uh, we're going to watch it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which means I've seen about three quarters of uh, a one game over the course of a whole season. <laughs> <laughs> it's why you can't remember the name of the team that you follow. 
It was still playoff uh, eligible, by the way. Hey, true. Very true. So that's that's it for the news code. Not a lot of depth there. All right. As now, we are actually going to talk about the playoff picture just a little bit because we already know two teams already going to be part of the playoffs, and it's going to be D.C. as they're going to be hosting and Houston. On the other hand, there are two other teams that could possibly make it. You know, you talked about the Brahmas a little bit, as they're going to be going against, honestly, D.C., so I don't know if that's going to be good or bad for them. But on the other hand, Seattle will get to go against Vegas, whereas St. Louis gets to go against Orlando. Now, looking at the North Division, so they said it's going to be mostly, you know, if it does end up being a tie, honestly, it's going to be whoever scores the most point, you know, towards the whole division. So with that being said, Dad, who do you think will have the upper hand on that one, St. Louis or Seattle? Well, do, do we have a sponsor for the playoff picture? Uh, we do, Roy. Thanks for asking. Uh, this segment is sponsored by Cushman's Backflow Testing Device Training. Oh, Want to be certified in this latest scam of government oversight? Kurt will train you at the local 187 Union Hall. If you don't pass the final exam, he's willing to negotiate your passing grade. <laughs> Back to you, Roy. <laughs> Well, it sounds like a good opportunity for some pipe dope, if you know what I mean. Okay. <laughs> uh, Cody, so we're t- we're talking about the Sea Dragons and uh, St. Louis, uh, you know, possibly. St. Louis. Yeah. So the Battle Hawks are still alive, even though they got beat by the Sea Dragons. Um, do the do, does the, to get in? Does the Battle Hawks? need the sea dragons to lose at this point well yeah that's pretty much how the scenario is you know i mean if seattle does end up losing st louis already makes it but if they do end up both winning what they do apparently for the tiebreaker is the it counts as a best point differential in division games if they have to break the type they end up both winning well I, anytime your anytime your playoff hopes are hanging on another team uh, losing, uh, you know that would be your rival. I yeah, I don't think you're go, you're going to have a deep run in the playoffs there. I, I think uh, uh, the Seahawks uh, can contest to that this last season. <laughs> <laughs> so I I don't know what what are you guys' thoughts? You know the real bummer is that. Uh, either the Sea Dragons or the uh, Battle Hawks are going to miss the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And in the other division, you're going to have a team that might be four and six <laughs> that make the playoffs. So it's a little heavy on the, uh, what is it, the North or the, or the South? That I'm one sure is at the one. South Division. Whatever the one is in Seattle. <laughs> Cody, which one is it, North or South? So San Antonio and Arlington, those are both in South. And then Seattle and St. Louis are in North. I guess that makes sense. I should have considered a map, but uh, yeah, <laughs> one of those teams is going to not make the playoffs. They have a winning record. The other team uh, on the other division is going to have a losing record and make it in. Mm-hmm. 
I will tell you one thing I do like about the XFL is that uh, they have the number one seed gets the home field for the championship game. I would like to see uh, see the NFL do something like that instead of watching every Super Bowl in uh, you know some sunny tropical place, have it in Lambeau Field in freaking February. <laughs> yes, Foxborough in February or something. They, they, you're right. They do put a lot of emphasis on capacities, and that always is, you know, kind of pisses me off because when you look, when you look around at these the, a, a Super Bowl crowd, what does the capacity have to do with any of the money or revenue generated by that game? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, they're going to do just fine. I don't think anybody loses anything by shrinking the capacity going with maybe an outdoor venue. I mean, look, if you pop nine grand to go to a Super Bowl because the Packers made it, um, you're going to go whether you freeze your ass off or not. Right. You know? I think that's how football should be anyways. I mean, we, we tailgated at Lambeau. And it was a blast. It was 32 degrees out, freaking half rain, half snow. It was a great time. We stuck our beers out in the ice and the snow outside just to keep them cold. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> A built-in cooler. <laughs> hey, sorry to interrupt, guys. I just got an email from uh, QB Room at nyjets.com. Uh, it says, Kurt, is your mom joining you today? Yours truly, <laughs> Zach Wilson. <laughs> Sadly, no, Zach. Sorry. Uh, well, I didn't know we were live, so I didn't know how he found out we were on the air. But, uh, you know, he has people. Right. I, I think he's more of the uh, Utah crowd anyways. I don't know if... Uh, <laughs> a, little, a little more of the Mormon group? Right. <laughs> more, more right. Luther and Liz Cushman going to do anything for him. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know... I don't know if uh, right? Luther and Liz is listening. Is she a, is she a uh, regular listener to the podcast? <laughs> sponsor for this one well i think we might have a unique pivot on the the rapid fire questions right from our celebrity guest Ooh. oh yeah yeah it's your, it's your show i'm just along for the ride <laughs> well <laughs> as you can tell this is very structured we stay on script yeah uh kurt uh Bring it on. I do have a sponsor for the segment, though, if we, we want to keep moving. So uh, we'll uh, we'll read the sponsor and see how the rest of the episode goes, I suppose. But this part of the episode is uh, sponsored by Cushman's Tattoo Parlor. <laughs> Did you survive the mean streets of Sumner, Washington? Do you have a statue outside of Sunset Stadium commemorating your football prowess? Have you ran into a former schoolmate in an elevator at a Rainier's game that turned you down for the junior high school dance? If so, you need to visit Cushman's Tattoo Parlor to get your 253 tattoo on your arm. 
Why? <laughs> because deuce nickel tray for life. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> oh. Ooh, that's, a, that's a story for another episode. <laughs> All right. Co- uh, All right, Kurt, go ahead. All right. So in the, uh, you know, I'm going to date myself here. Uh, back in the glory days of the internet, there was once a website called hotternot.com. Uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar, but yeah. you could rate uh, various the various things on there. So in that vein, we're gonna do a little rapid fire, hot or not. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right, so our first hot or not NHL playoffs. Excited? Not excited? Care at all? Not excited. Not excited. It's on right now, and I'm not watching it. <laughs> Absolutely. Three three one cracking right now. Oh, oh, oh really? Wow. Over the Avalanche? Any thoughts on the NHL uh, playoffs? Uh, hot, because the Kraken are in it, honestly. <laughs> yeah, all right. I'm going to go with not, oh. only because I haven't committed to watching it. I have it available um, uh, through the Trailer Park Network, but... Uh, <laughs> and ESPN. I, I, thank you, Cody. Yeah, but uh, I... Uh, I have not uh, locked it in. I'm. I like to look at the summary, so I don't follow it enough to commit the commit the time. Is the trailer TV network the same as like the the military channel that always broadcasts the Super Bowl? They always talk about the the military channel, no. whatever that is. <laughs> <laughs> we do have the Buzzer Network, which has all your favorite game shows from the seventies <laughs> and eighties. <laughs> Password plus <laughs> uh, the the newlywed game, <laughs> or, or what was that one with the whammies? Uh, the the oh, press your luck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> where they can win hundreds and hundreds of dollars for prizes. <laughs> hundreds of dollars. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, what a, perfect segue into my next one. Hot or not. Finding out the hundos screwed on the dance floor are not legal tender. <laughs> oh. uh, I would say that is hot. And Okay, well, wait. I'll wait. I want to go last on this one because I have a true story that will blow your mind about those hundos. <laughs> one, uh, one of your wedding guests may or may not have uh, tipped the bartenders with the uh, dance floor hundos. Oh. <laughs> Is that like one of those vouchers at the end of the night where you take it to uh, take it to uh, the payee and say, "Hey, I got a couple of these. I need to cash in, like chips at the casino." Uh, Cody, I'm gonna say uh, the fake hundos uh, were definitely uh, hot because I put a couple in my own pocket to, to pay the dog groomers tomorrow with. <laughs> Uh, for me, seventy-six. It doesn't read. <laughs> All right, Cody. What do you say? I'm gonna say not. <laughs> wow. Uh, why, Cody? Personally, I don't know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> <laughs> the fake money that came out of the money guns. Oh. Doing our dance. Yeah, that wasn't real money. 
it's definitely going not. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, all right, I will say that they are they are hot, and here's why. True story. Uh, one of the brides, one of the groomsmen, uh, his name's Jabe. Kurt, you may know him. He's in the, the local uh, 187 or whatever it is down there in Tacoma. And uh, anyway, unfortunately, his truck, uh, the window, the passenger window was broken. And he's, he, true story, he got his truck broken into in Seattle like two, three days ago. He's got a lot of uh, nice stuff in there, apparently. This is this, you know, from Amber and, and Ryan telling it. But he's got a lot of nice stuff, you know, earbuds and, you know, whatever else in that truck. A brand new Tundra or a brand new Toyota four-door, beautiful truck. Anyway, the only thing missing is one of those fake $100 bills out of his glove box. <laughs> True story. Oh, <laughs> oh, I love it. That's awesome. That's awesome. So there's some, there's a fake hundo rolling around the mean streets of Third and Pike in downtown Seattle. going to inevitably cause someone to lose a life because if you try to pay for drugs with one of those things, it's not going to go well. It's just copy money right on there. Good Lord, that's funny. <laughs> All right, next one. Uh, the the uh, inaugural, or I guess you call it the re-inaugural uh, season of the XFL just as a whole. I don't know. Uh, for uh, me... Uh, why don't you start with that? Uh, I think for me it's kind of hard because honestly, you know, when during COVID they kind of stopped, but now it's actually a full season, so honestly we get to actually have a champion this time instead of not a half season. Cody, is that what happened the first time they rolled this out? COVID hit and it, yeah. it shut down early? Yeah, they had to stop it. Yeah. I don't even know wow. if they got a, a, a week of games in. Uh, I think it was like a couple weeks they got in, but I think it's like week five or week six is when they shut it down. Okay, yeah. so this will be the first year they truly crown a champion. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to say hot because I I like um, some of the elements that the XFL has kind of brought to the surface in the game of football. I think they've brought some new ideas that have the potential uh, to translate into the NFL. Yeah, it feels like the NFL does listen or watch the XFL, what they're doing, see how it works out. Um, I, I wasn't a fan of the uh, the kickoff, but now I am. I kind of like the kickoff thing now, where everyone's kind of frozen until the guy catches it, and they just scramble and do their thing. I like that. So I will say it's hot as well because of some of the rule changes, like Roy said. And also, we get to continue our podcast. With no XFL, what are we going to do? Absolutely. How many weddings you got uh, lined up for us, Shane? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're out of weddings until someone with the last name Dickinson starts to <laughs> fire it up. Pressure's on you guys. <laughs> wow. All right. Next, next on the list. Down the uh, matrimonial aisle, not once, but twice. <laughs> Anybody can do it once. We're going to throw throw convention to the wind. Let's do it twice. Modern. <laughs> yeah, I'll start with this one. It's definitely uh, hot. Um, Roy, or uh, 
Kurt, you will enjoy the wedding episode as we went through the whole thing very thoroughly uh, and had a lot of laughs and a lot of fun. So I will say that was hot because it was, uh, as someone put, perfectly imperfect. <laughs> Absolutely. How about okay. you, Code? Code. What's that? The 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 wedding uh, the uh, the the twice down the aisle trip uh, hot or not? Uh, it was hot. I mean, it was something different. Honestly, who would have thought someone would mess up on it? <laughs> well, it was different, all right. Uh, and also, you know, in the in the spirit of it being different, I'm not sure if it was legal now. Because it might classify as a plural marriage. Uh, I've got to look back at the paperwork. But, uh, yeah, that. Uh, Call that the, uh, the Salt Lake loophole. <laughs> the old Salt Lake loophole. Oh, speaking of Salt Lake loophole, I got another email here from uh, Zach Wilson. He says, Are you up? <laughs> you up? <laughs> he must be listening. Yeah. Yes. Uh, oh. Uh, oh, go ahead. What? Uh, what about a hot or not on uh, DJ uh, Pooji's uh, lack of respect uh, for for playing uh, uh, S- Stephen Earle's uh, Copperhead Road? Yeah, Kurt. Sounds like you got some thoughts on that. List at Copperhead Road is a uh, it's timeless. It uh, transcends any event. You know, wedding, funeral, first birthday party. There's there's not a wrong time to play Copperhead Road. <laughs> I I definitely agree, and uh, I I think you know with uh, you know with the right lighting, uh, DJ Fuji. Uh, could have been had a bag put over his head and uh, and uh, beaten around the bush back there a little. Uh, I'm not going yeah. to uh, lie at all. Was that song played at the wedding? I have no recollection of that song being uh, <laughs> played at the wedding. <laughs> Roy claims that it was. I don't know. Was it? I'm going to assume it was. <laughs> sometimes ago i don't ever remember saying that but it sounds like something i would say 100 percent. oh all right put a bow on this thing the last hot or not dealing with the after effects of mainlining queso cheese at uh, about 9 45 <laughs> picture waking up on sunday morning after some pretty heavy queso and uh, uh nachos uh, ingestion <laughs> 
<laughs> well, I'll start with that one. I, I think that is a not because as soon as I ate that queso cheese, I knew I was on the clock. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can assure you it was uh, definitely hot. <laughs> I've got questions about the recent plumbing issue you had at your house, Shane. <laughs> yeah, no kidding, my, my leap. Uh, the, uh, yeah, that, uh, that was definitely hot, <laughs> the queso uh, situation there. What was not hot was those goddamn tongs to pick up the chips. I mean, who does that? <laughs> you tried to use uh, crumbs. I got crumbs. I had a fistful of crumbs sure did you try the nachos i know dad made a plate for me i mean it was good that, that uh, roll the taco card out for dinner tonight was genius <laughs> yeah, that was michelle's idea she she gets full credit for that one uh, she says after everybody's been drinking all night they need tacos <laughs> absolutely from her mouth to God's ears. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the caterer was not happy about that, though. She was trying all day before the, the event started to talk us out of doing it so late. They wanted to do it basically when the food was out for everybody to eat because I don't think she wanted to clean up that late. Uh, uh -huh. But we said no to you, sir. This is our <laughs> event, and no one will tell us what to do. sponsor uh that segment was brought to you by kirkland brand scotch uh liquid party in a bottle that will get <laughs> the event going i say johnny walker never heard of it <laughs> <laughs> i love it yes that whole event was brought to you by uh, kirkland's signature and by the way we uh we went and took back uh, a pretty good amount of for whatever reason okay so the the specialized drinks for the wedding had like a, 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 a thing that said what they were. Well, that broke, right? Uh, early in the evening, like at the horse trailer uh, during cocktail hour, it fell over and broke. So then nobody knew what to order. They hadn't had these specialized drinks. So we had like the four bottles of spiced rum because that was oh. one of the, the specialized drinks that nobody touched. <laughs> so we ended up taking a bunch of booze back uh, to Costco and Total Wine and ended up getting about $300 back. So that helped. That helped the, on the recovery mode of the phrase of the cost. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay, uh, Cody, what, uh, what other uh, segment you got here? All right, as now we are going to do our player to watch and top player. As we are going to stop with start with the top player. As for me, I did. Arlington Luis Perez, as he had 335 yards, one TD, and one interception last week, actually. He had 335 yards during our whole game he had last week. That's, that seems like a really high number for an XFL QB. Seems like their numbers like to be around 200 and some. I mean, mm -hmm. they, they, you don't see him hit 300. 
no. very often in a game, right? No, not very often. Uh, my player of the week last week was uh, Jay Pearson for the Sea Dragons. He had seven catches, 115 yards, and a touchdown, and even caught a bomb for 68 yards yeah. uh, in the win over the Battle Hawks. So uh, that was an important game that the Dragons had to win. Sea Dragons and Elsie had the win, so that's my player of the week. <laughs> All right. I uh, I will go next. Um I'm going to go uh, – well, first of all, Cody, you have 16,776 unread messages. I thought Shane had the most. Wow. <laughs> yes, I got to beat by like 120,000. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, my guy was uh, Max Borgie, former Coog. Um, he was carrying the rock. I think he had us uh, – well, look, the, the, the end game, the numbers weren't huge. I, I think he had 79 yards, but he had a TD, but – the dude was averaging uh, 8.4 yards a carry, so uh, he was uh, he he was picking up uh, miles each each time. Code, do you want to start and stop another one before we go to Kurt? Yeah. Okay. All right, as we will be back for more. Oh, here we go. All right, welcome to part two of this episode. And by the way, Ben Denucci, I am still waiting for that jersey of yours. As now, let's go to Kirk Cushman for his top player. My top player from last week, I'm going to have to go with a uh, receiver from Arlington, Sal Canella, Canella uh, at 92 yards. And I don't know if you guys saw it, but I saw a uh, brief highlight of him making a pretty spectacular catch. Uh, didn't put up gaudy numbers, but uh, showed some athleticism with the uh, – Kind of the over-the-shoulder in-step catch. I just stuck out, stuck out to me. So I, I'm going with him. I love seeing that kind of stuff in the mm-hmm. NFL. You don't see a lot of huge plays like that either. No. I mean, you don't see guys getting a, a couple steps out. You get the over the. You'll get a couple of them. I've seen some crazy catches, not like the NFL, but I've seen some crazy catches. Some guys catching in traffic um, and hanging on to the ball. Which is always, you know, you know, tough to do. But uh, you don't get a lot of over-the-shoulder drop-in, um, set it right in the basket and go type opportunities there. So that's pretty yeah. cool. All right, as now we are getting into our players to watch. As that, I'm going to start with you. Players to watch. Okay, well, uh, Silvers is back with the, you know, in the Roughnecks. He's back in the driver's seat. Roughnecks have won two in a row. Um, I think they're just, they're going to win out. Like, as I said, uh, I think uh, a a couple weeks ago when they started winning. uh, (laughs) uh, Or maybe it was the week prior. But uh, Silvers, I'm going to go with uh, Silvers. Uh, my player to watch is uh, Cody. It's going to be A.J. McCarron, quarterback for the Battle Hawks. He leads the league in touchdowns, only by one over Danucci. And uh, and by the way, Danucci leads the league in picks as well. So <laughs> just write that down. <laughs> but A.J. McCarron is going to win the MVP with this game this week uh, and take his team into the playoffs. Um 
I've soured a little bit on my uh, Brahmas. If they make the playoffs, they'll be a stunning four and six. So not a lot of momentum going into the playoffs if the Brahmas take the W. All right, so for me, I did Jordan Ta'amulu from D.C. Defenders. As for D.C., they've been kind of going back and forth with both QBs. But Jordan Ta'amulu only did 188 yards, two TDs, and one interception out of that game last week. All right, uh, Kurt, who do you you have a a feeling about? Well, I think for my player to watch this week, I'm going to go with uh, ATL-born, Seattle-living, Ben DiNucci. Uh, With your Seattle Sea Dragons, I think that this is kind of a play or a win-in-your-in situation for them to get uh, into the playoffs. Uh, I think he's going to show up, and I think he's going to ball out. And hopefully we'll uh, the uh, the league-leading interceptions will not rear its head. (laughs) I'm thinking some Danucci to Gordon combinations are in the yeah. All right, as now we are going to go over our picks. But so last week, Dad and Shane ended up with a two last week because out he kind of, two? yeah, you guys only got a two out of four. Huh? There was only two games last week because I couldn't have picked the wrong. Eh, let's see. You did not pick Seattle, if I remember right. Oh. <laughs> well, hey, the good news is, Kurt, if you jump in on the picks this week, you still got a chance to catch one of us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, two. Cody, what did you end up with? I ended up with a three because I got the Seattle uh, pick right. You got the Seattle pick right. So yeah, that was my three. All right. All right. Okay, I got you. <laughs> so, Roy, did you get a two as well? Yeah. I did. Ah, uh, just want to make sure everybody heard that. <laughs> <laughs> that was just on Saturday. Uh, okay. No, it was what for the whole weekend. All right, so standing-wise, that does give me 16. Shane has a 15, and Dad, you have a 13. I swear I had a 13 last week. No, you had 11 last week. (laughs) Plus two. Yeah, sure. Sure do. I guess it's still anybody's game because uh, I don't have any confidence in anybody on this podcast to pick them right. (laughs) (laughs) yeah all right coach so we're gonna make our picks this week yep as we are gonna start with orlando at st louis which i did mention that a little bit before as for me i am gonna go with st louis on this one well i think uh aj mccarron's gonna take him to the playoffs uh, as i mentioned before so i'll take st louis Okay, so both teams are coming off a loss. Probably the Battle Hawks, the biggest loss. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go. Uh, man, I, I, I'm, I'm going to go with the Battle Hawks. 
Perfect. All right. As also in week 10, we'll be seeing DC Defenders at San Antonio. As for me, I'm going to go with San Antonio because I don't think DC is going to use, you know, honestly, all their players since they pretty much already have home field advantage. I think you nailed it, Cody. Uh, DC's got nothing to play for, and uh, San Antonio has everything to play for. So uh, it's a pretty easy pick. I'm going to pick uh, DC to win because San Antonio's terrible. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, I'm taking the Brahmas here uh, because uh, the defenders, I guess resting players in the XFL is a thing, um, and uh, by God, they're probably going to do it. Um, and uh, the Brahmas have a, a sliver of hope. <laughs> How about you, Kurt? The, the Brahmas have been a uh, prideful team all year. That's all they've got to play for. I'm, I'm taking the Brahmas an upset. Nice. All right. As we'll also be seeing, which both of those games will be on Saturday. As looks like one is on ESPN, the other's on ABC. And it will also be seen on Sunday, Houston Roughnecks at Arlington. As for me, I'm going to go with Houston on this one. I'll go with the Roughnecks as well. Uh, I need them to lose so the Brahmas have a chance to make the playoffs. So I need the, the Renegades to lose. So we'll take the Roughnecks. All right, I'll take the Roughnecks as well um, because they're my team, and uh, I just uh, I think the Renegades suck. So whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking Houston this one also. I think they're a better team. Mm-hmm. All right, and then the last game will be Vegas at Seattle, as that will be a Sunday night game. As for me, I'm going to go with Seattle on that one. You know, Cody, I seem to be following your lead. Uh, (laughs) I'll pick Seattle as well because think about it. If you're playing football for the Vegas Vipers, you're not making the playoffs, and this is your last game of the year, how much are you really trying to do anything (laughs) but to get out and get out to the club? So they got nothing to play for here. (laughs) Vegas. (laughs) We'll lose uh, by a landslide. Well, um, well <clears throat> I don't know. Uh, let's see. See, they're playing in Seattle. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yeah. Yep. Is there? Is there? Uh, what are the odds that uh, this? Uh, this? Uh, you know. The former player, uh, the teammate, uh, Chris Smith, makes a reappearance, emotional win for the – no, no, no. That was <laughs> Sorry. I'm, I'm going to take – I'm taking the Vipers because I need to make a move somewhere, and damn it if those guys don't have to make a name for themselves. And it's going to be in Seattle while they're all taking a knee. <laughs> I'm a complete homer. Uh, bright lights, illumined field, the playoff atmosphere. I'm taking the uh, Sea Dragons at home. Big time. 
what you know what what is what is the Vipers even going to think when they get into Lumen Field? I mean, most of those guys have never been in an NFL stadium yet, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> the, the Vipers basically play at like uh, Sparks Stadium in downtown Puyallup in front of yeah. four hundred people. Yeah, I mean it's it, it's the Clark County Penal League field too. I mean, <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Yeah, those guys don't know what's about to hit them when they when they get uh, lit up there. But yeah, whatever. So uh, just I want to recap a little bit um, because um, I think uh, before um, the the second or third uh, gallon of the Kirkland um, uh, the Kirkland uh, bourbon got uh, open, uh, Kurt had some really good insight on the. Uh, uh, on the uh, XFL and just kind of a analysis uh, of the season and, and what, and uh, I want to talk about what we think the longevity might be, you know, what, if this, if things, if this thing's got legs to, to, to make a, a run for, you know, four or five seasons and maybe grow. I think it does. I mean, honestly, if uh, the viewership's a lot more than I was anticipating, if you could start getting guys, uh, Coming from the XFL, getting into the NFL, I think that's going to do a lot for it. It's going to get a lot more play, uh, talented players that are giving it a legitimate look. I I think it could be around for a while. Think, I mean, it's on all the national networks and everything. It's not a you know just a, a local game. I think I think it could stick around for a few years. Well, I'll say one thing. Like I know they try and compare it to the USFL a little bit. I've never watched a USFL game. Period. I never had any interest in the XFL, um, you know, sea dragons aside. I mean, it really, um, you know, it's entertaining to watch on, on TV. It feels like the game moves a lot faster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fewer flags, especially in the kickoff situation. I, I don't know. What do you think, Shane? Well, I, you know, we've mentioned in, the, in a few episodes prior where I think if they open up the uh, and make it a little more candid for people to, to understand who the players are, you know, take their helmets off, give them some time to get their breath before they interview them after an interception, for example, right? So you don't just hear them huffing and puffing, but get to know the players a little bit more. And like, uh, like Kurt said, that's a good idea is if they can get some XFL players to go into the NFL or even some NFL players on the backside of their careers, like the running back that played for the Broncos that uh, just recently came into the XFL, scored a touchdown a week ago or so. I can't remember his name. Uh, and that's how much of a mark he made. I can't remember his name. But that being said, still, you know, the the, the, the highway between the XFL and the NFL, because, I mean, uh, what was the, the, the European League or whatever? John Kitna played in that thing, right? Yeah. And he made himself the – Kurt Warner did, yeah, too, right? Yeah. So that European Football League or whatever they called it, um, that, uh, you know, get make a name for yourself there and then roll over the momentum. Um, but I don't know how much they're going to compete with the USFL or, you know, I don't know, Cody, we'll go to you um, for your answer, but, you know, is the XFL and the USFL, does the USFL have the similar rules or tweaks or is it more traditional football? I don't know. I believe with the USFL, it's a little bit more, you know, traditional football, like what the NFL has, if I am right. But I think with the XFL, I think the nice thing about it is, even if you're, you know, down by a touchdown, 
you do have an option to go for the 4th and 20 option, honestly. And then, honestly, if it even does go into overtime, I mean, we kind of talked about overtime for a little bit, you know. How it's pretty much a shootout round, pretty much, of just on the goal line. So, I think with the XFL, we are probably going to see him another season, honestly. And hopefully, I can go to a game one of these days. That will be kind of nice to go to a Sea Dragon game. I can't wait till... Uh... You know, Zach Wilson lands in in in, uh, in, uh, in the Sea Dragons. Uh, <laughs> he's he's going to end up in Seattle, I guarantee it. And then and then when he does, and he has that, he he airs that ball out of the end zone, and they're going to interview him like, "Who were you throwing that ball to?" And he's like, "I thought I saw Shane's mom." Or <laughs> <laughs> uh, son of a bitch. Yeah. Uh, no. Uh, I, they do. They definitely need to uh, grasp, uh, you know, grab onto some more uh, player uh, personas, maybe, um, and uh, give us a little bit more there. But but these guys are new too. It's first year. I, I don't know what you're going to hear in the off season for. I mean, what are these guys? Their off season has got to be the longest of any sport. <laughs> yeah, I think those guys are just going to start uh, trying to do some walk-ons for uh, NFL right. teams. That's, you that's what you're going to be doing is some camps, right? Yeah. Either that or scooping ice cream over the summer. It's scoop. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You need to attach apartment to that place to attract more employees. Free, free housing. <laughs> yeah. No doubt. Well, I, I, I don't know. What, what other uh, thoughts do we have on the, this XFL business? I mean, are they – do you think there's opportunity uh, to grow some teams, like get uh, 12? Like if they expand, they got to do it in fours, right? Yeah. I guess you could do it in, in so, pairs. Yeah. Well, Portland needs a team, don't they? Boise, don't they need a team too? I Well, I'll tell you what, the, the you know, I, I think, you know, based on the attendance, I, I don't know why they couldn't in Boise, honestly. Uh, the Steelheads, the hockey team here, uh, won the championship. They have the, they set the, uh, I don't know what hockey league it is. It's not the NHL. It's not the AHL or the QMJL or whatever it is, but it's, uh, they set an attendance record for whatever that league is. <laughs> it's, oh, it's the ECHL. So I think it's actually the East Coast Hockey League that they're part of, but uh, they won. Uh, they had the most points uh, for the season, and uh, they set an attendance record here. So uh, I, I I think they played down in Caldwell at the Indian Creek uh, Shopping Center, but uh, it's <laughs> no. Um, I, I I don't know why you couldn't. Uh, Portland has been wanting um, another major sports team there for a long time. I I think I I just don't know logistically. You've got to transplant a lot of areas that have been set aside for uh, uh, homeless people now. So, <laughs> that, so you, you got to go to the next best thing, I guess. Uh, move on from that. Uh, you're not bringing uh, Major League Baseball in there. So, uh, I, I don't know. It seems like you got potential, though, to, to bring some interest there. Why not? 
Well, that's a good segue into our next sponsor. Uh, this one is brought to us by the Portland Weed Commission. Uh, the Rose City was just named America's Best Weed City for 2023. <laughs> and the Rose City doesn't smell like a rose anymore. In certain areas, the weed smell overshadows the garbage and urine. Congrats, Portland, on their new slogan. It's no longer Keep Portland Weird. It's Keep Portland Baked. <laughs> but back to uh, or Boise, why wouldn't uh, an XFL team want to play on the blue turf, right? Be completely oh, yeah. unique. Uh, I can't good. imagine that that football stadium is full other than at Boise State games, so I know there's yeah. availability. Yeah, why not? I, I, I don't see why you couldn't. I, um, yeah, I mean, heck, it, it would be something that people would tune in to watch, right? Because everybody talks about the blue field that Boise State has. It'd be kind of an attraction, you know, viewership-wise. Uh, people would watch. Um, what know. would uh, some of the team names be for a Boise team? What, what, what do we think well, off the top of our head? Well, I mean, you're getting, you can pretty much, pr uh, any predatory animal around here, uh, you, the coyote, uh, you could be, a, uh, I guess you could be a wolf, uh, a bronco where, uh, because they could be vicious. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't, what about the, I don't, uh, the Boise fifth wheelers, oh, yeah, the, tra <laughs> the, the, the trailer park boy, <laughs> That's another show in Canada, but they, uh, the fifth wheelers. Yeah. Uh, the, the, well, you know what, on that note, how about the ambassadors? Because uh, we are residing at the ambassador resort as we speak. So I, you know, Hey, there's opportunity. Maybe I'll get some guys. The end zone could be the Universal Life Church, right? <laughs> and then they uh, they win the championship and they go hang a banner and there's no rings. Yeah. <laughs> you see what I did there? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you bastard. <laughs> no rings. <laughs> uh, I wonder, how does one go about getting an XFL team together. I mean, what kind of, what kind of tycoon do you have to be? I mean, uh, Shane, remember that movie, that documentary that we saw with Bing Russell in the Portland Mavericks. Oh yes. And yeah. Kurt, I'm going to recommend. I've seen it. it. You've seen it. Okay, good. Yeah. Kurt Russell's dad. Yes. Like, yeah. I mean, he did that with kind of, pocket change at the time um you, you know more or less but uh i wonder what would it take you, you need a dance partner you need somebody to let you play there and whatever whatever they give the players i don't know but it, it's it just seems like it's not that far out of reach if somebody really wanted to make a run at it and just you know blow a million bucks or so well, you guys got that big potato money up there yeah yeah if, yeah <laughs> If it's not sugar beets, it's the freaking russet potatoes. <laughs> yeah. I, That's the team name right there, the Boise Russets. The yes. Boise Russets. 
their uh, jerseys could be just like uh, potato sacks, crinkle cut. Yeah. <laughs> Baked. That's the Portland. That's yeah, the Oregon that's right. side. There's none of that. None of that here. Yeah, they throw uh, tater tots out to the stands at halftime. I mean, come on. There's a lot of ideas. Look, oh, look right. what we're creating right now. <laughs> one of one lucky listener is going to take this and run with it. Yep. All right. Well, well, good thing for us, we only have one lucky listener. <laughs> <laughs> well, we know we know how Cody keeps notes. He's been uh, screwed up my score every week. So. Um, <laughs> We have any? Did we want to bring anything else to the table? Foreshadow next week. So next week, I think it's the two playoff games, and then after that, they do take a little break because the championship games not till May thirteenth. So there's a gap between games. So both of those games are going to be the 29th and 30th. And then after that, there's a gap in between there. Oh, that makes sense. Because all of the media. Media, media. Yeah. Yeah, all the horse trailers that got to move <laughs> across the country. Uh, it takes time to prep the city for all the people flooding in. <laughs> right. The dozens and dozens of fans. <laughs> hey, Shane, uh, what city was it going to be in again? Uh, it's going to be in St. Louis. I thought they announced that. No, was it? Oh, San Antonio. Sorry, San Antonio. San Antonio, oh, yeah. Sorry, I'm forgetting my own team. But yeah, they announced it's already going to be in San Antonio. So hey, kind of cool they hosted it. Has Ashley thrown her name in the hat to uh, to flag traffic uh, for the for the event? <laughs> yeah, as long as they start. Uh, like three in the morning and end at midnight, you know, one of those super long days that she had. I think that should be one of our sponsors uh, next week, maybe Ashley's flagging service. <laughs> okay. anyway, uh, Kurt, uh, can we count on you to, uh, to, to join us again? Hey, anytime I'm uh, invited back, I'll be here. All right. It, it was really good to have you. Um, it was, it, it was, it's been fun. Um, you got to listen to the wedding episode because I think um, you're 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 going to have a, a few more questions uh, next time. <laughs> Excellent. I, I definitely will. There, I think there was some uh, uh, some some, some uh, stories being told. It might bring some clarity to to, to a couple days in your past. Excellent. That's uh, I don't ever black out, but I definitely forget some spots. <laughs> Yeah, well, uh, Shane, what was, uh, I know the uh, wedding episode, uh, it, it, it was it was a long one, uh, but uh, it was a lot of fun to have uh, Shane and Ryan on there. Uh, they, uh, I presume they they enjoyed? Yeah, they, they had a fun time. I mean, I'm telling you, this, this podcast is catching fire because there's a lot of people that want to get on. Uh, you know, speak their piece about it. Um, you could tell, though, on the episode that uh, Amber is very vocal and Ryan is very reserved, right? <laughs> Only speaks when he's spoken to, 
that kind of thing. Than, uh, I thought his probably going to be that was, way for the next forty years. Yeah, well, you know, that's one way to play it. I I thought his uh, he was just on mute. <laughs> I thought he had the mute button. <laughs> no, it, it it was it was a good time. Kurt, you got to check it out um, uh, when uh, yeah, when you got some time to kill. But uh, next week, same time. Yeah, pretty yeah, much. I, I think that's great. We'll be talking some playoffs and uh, uh, matchups. I, I should be able to catch some games uh, this weekend. And uh, by the way, did we hear uh, real time? Did the Kraken win? Yeah, 3 1. Yeah. Because <laughs> the Mariners did not, they lost in the bottom of the 11th. <laughs> so the M swept the they swept the Rockies, right? Yep. Yep. And now but, they've lost uh, two in a row to the Brewers. Of course. Well, well just the good, good news is there's still uh, 13 months till the MLB playoffs. So. Yeah. <laughs> it's a marathon, not a sprint. <laughs> exactly. 13 months. <laughs> I like it. All right, Code, I think we can wrap it up. All right, as that will do it for this episode. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we did, as we will catch you next time on another episode of Cody, Dad, and Uncle Shane's XFL.